0: Hello, everybody. Ben Rogers here the Raptors Digest, reacting to some Toronto Raptors news. Riker, Shams came out a couple days ago and said that the Orlando Magic are waving center Kem Birch, Canadian center Kem Birch, and said that the Toronto De- Raptors are the most likely landing spot. And then you and I didn't want to make a video right away on the situation, as obviously it wasn't confirmed. He was officially signed to the Raptors or anything like that. Obviously, you can't sign a guy that's still on waivers with his team. But The Raptors broadcast put him up on the screen last night saying he was a guy that's coming in. Still saying it's not official, but when it's put up on the broadcast, I think it's safe to say he's going to be on this team. So, Riker, what are your thoughts on bringing in Kem Birch, who has been a notorious Raptor killer in the past? Has he been a Raptors
1: killer? We all know him especially from Jack Armstrong just absolutely praising this guy as much as possible every time that the raptors have faced the orlando magic my initial gut reaction is uh uh-oh are the raptors trying to win because that one that center spot in the roster is the one reason that you and i believe that the raptors have been losing close games right we Mm -hmm. said if they tighten up that interior defense then they're right there and A center, a legitimate center, might be enough to actually put them into the the W column, which everybody, for the most part, wants to tank now. But you look at his stats, and it really is extremely comparable. Minutes played, rebounds, points to Aaron Baines. So maybe we're just swapping for a potentially more talented but equal stat giver in Kem Birch. So that's my gut reaction, Ben. I know you have a lot to break
0: down, though. Yeah, and that's the big thing whenever we bring anyone in it's been over the past couple of weeks or talked about bringing someone in is, will they hurt the tank? Will they stop the kazoos from being played? Because the Raptors were deep into the season, about 20 games left to go. It's not looking bright for this roster right now. And if Ken Burch does fill those holes at the center position, as you mentioned, he's not going to be a complete game changer. He's not going to be a player that we look at and say, you know, he, he's he's going to take us to the next level. He makes us favorites versus the Sixers or something if we make the play-in tournament or something like that. But he could very well be a guy, if he block shots, gets rebounds, is a bit more of a, a finisher down in the lane, he could certainly be a guy that has a positive impact on winning. And that's been a massive hole for the Raptors. So people are always questioning whether it hurts the tank, helps the tank. And I think, as you mentioned, five points, five rebounds for veins, the same thing from Birch. Obviously, he's, he's 6'9", so I think he's a bit shorter than Baines, but the athleticism, Jack Armstrong always talks about him being a shot blocker. He'll come in and have a positive impact, but I don't know if it will necessarily change anything in the win-loss column. But the one area that I am excited to see him being brought in for is, yes, he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year, and I, I'm assuming if we pick him up off waivers or we sign him in a free agency market right now, he'll, he'll only get a one-year deal with the squad, but to have a test phase, a test trial, and we'll have this with Gillespie now for the next 10 days at least, but to see who could potentially be a backup center next season, Ken Burch, he's 28 years old, a lot, a bit older than you and I expected, but you know, when we saw it, we, we always pictured him as maybe a 23-year-old, 24-year-old, as he hasn't been in the league too long, just four years, but to give a little trial run and maybe verse him versus Baines, Boucher potentially who had a monster game last night and see who would be the right backup center for this team going forward. When we do expect to win next season, I'm excited to see what he can provide for this roster for the rest of the year and see if he's a piece in the long-term future.
1: Maybe Ben, let me hit you with a couple of interesting stats. If, if I don't know if you were just the only person on screen, but if I was on screen while you were talking, my eyeballs were doing scanning, I'm reading up on my Cambridge backs, one of them. So we have a Mountain West Division Defensive Player of the Year and Malachi Flynn. Well, guess what? We're bringing in another one because when he played at UNLV, he was a two-time Mountain West offensive Player of the Year with 2.6 and 3.8 blocks per game, respectively, in those seasons. So that's what I'm excited to see, a potential shot blocker. Now, didn't really translate into much, obviously, with his time on the Orlando Magic, because with 20 minutes a game, he's putting up only slightly over half a block per game. Now, I'm going to give him a little bit of a benefit of the doubt that you're playing with the Orlando Magic. You're playing with a very difficult team to excel, and so we'll see what happens. Now, you can also make the counter-argument that this Raptors team is extraordinarily untalented, or they at least haven't been able to put it together, so he might not be coming to a better situation. But then, fact number two was another undrafted guy. I, oh, I'm oh i still going. All right, I thought there was an interruption. Fact number two was that he was undrafted. The Raptors love to pick up undrafted guys, swoop them up from the needle in the haystack classic just like Fred Van Vliet, and build them up, so I don't want to put that much pressure onto kem birch because he might just be a sign and drop guy or a sign not re-sign guy just like you mentioned but again it's just the fact that he's the type of player that the raptors development staff love to build up and then finally he's had some crazy stories he worked his way into the nba by going through uh, g league by going through international he played for a team in turkey USAC sportif And I know that I'm going to get criticism for that. But apparently every day they would wake up in like some sort of ritual chant, which used to freak him out. And apparently he won um, for Olympikos, the Greek team. Mm -hmm. And the celebration in Greece was like to set off bombs, fireworks, everything. So he's had a very interesting, turbulent career, Ben. An exciting guy to bring in, Mm -hmm. character-wise.
0: And a Montreal native. And a Montreal native. So... You brought up a lot of things there, and firstly, I guess one interesting thing is we've seen Malachi Flynn play a lot over the past mm-hmm. few games. Kyle Lowry seems to be out for they said at least ten games, but or ten days that might get extended a little bit longer. They don't want to rush Lowry back, especially with his age and the direction the season's going. So Malachi Flynn, maybe that university connection there. Having a big man to play pick and roll with Malachi. We saw with Chris Boucher in the the last game, Malachi Flynn and him, whether it was Siakam or Boucher, getting a little bit of pick and roll action. Not a lot. The Raptors haven't ran a lot of that this season, but it really worked out. Malachi had about eight assists in the last one. So to have a a big roller, such as Kem Birch, go into the rim... Right, that could be a an interesting. Is that our kit. new
1: thing? A big roller, Ben?
0: <laughs> a big, big roller, you know?
1: <laughs> Just like that, uh, that Flint ro- or the fleece roller that Drake sold during the playoff run yeah. two years ago.
0: That was. Do you remember that was one of our most used gifs in the OG gif loop? The, the the Drake roller would play about five times every minute. But <laughs> yeah, throwback to that. But I that would be an interesting dynamic because. They might be starters right now, Riker and Malachi Flynn and Kem Birch, seeing what happens with all the injuries with everything that's been going on. But seeing those two guys, I'd be excited maybe as a potential future bench pick and roll tandem. Both are solid defensive guys, both have the offensive ability. Right, Kem Birch will be we'll we'll see more about his sort of skills on the offensive end. I think that's a really cool dynamic. You brought up his history, you brought up his past. Again, another guy that's been overlooked in his career. Lots of lots of things, lots of grinded to get to this point. Fits the Raptors narrative the same way Freddie Gillespie has been. But Riker, I gave my th- thoughts and opinions on will this help us make the playoffs or will it hurt the tank, depending on what side of things you're on. How do you think this impacts winning? Because I don't know if it's really going to be a game changer, but... There is that potential because that's the biggest hole in the Raptors roster right now.
1: Yeah, on paper, it will be literally no impact to this team because you are swapping out a guy who gets 18 minutes for a guy who gets 19 minutes, and the stat lines are virtually identical. Yeah, 43 percent from the field versus 44 percent from the field, 5.9 points per game versus 5.3 points per game. rebounds versus 5.1 rebounds so he's doing it almost the exact same way that aaron baines is which is a bit discouraging i think everybody would agree because people's opinions are very low on aaron baines some of it justified some of it unjustified insurance pylon right he didn't come into the best situation i think to play up to his Mm -hmm. strong suits but obviously he's also had some shortcomings that are undeniable but but you look at Maybe the off the statue potential that Ken Birch could have. And it's exactly the things that you said having a more reliable defensive mindset, being a little bit longer, a little bit more physical. I, again, it doesn't show up on paper, but you'd hope he'd have maybe a nicer touch around the rim. That if he gets those offensive rebounds or if he gets the ball, little shovel pass or a dump off by Lowry, Van Vliet, or Malachi Flynn down in the lane, that he could at least put it up and bank it off the glass, right? Aaron Bain struggles when he has got deep position and anybody is around him, it seems, even misses wide-open layups. So, again, off the stat sheet, if he just is a little bit more fundamentally sound, then the Raptors might start winning a couple of games. But do I think that that's going to put them into the playoff, play-in tournament? No, I think the tank is still on, Ben. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah, and I think the perception of this Raptors team has got a little, little bit skewed by... Destroying a very undermanned Golden State Warriors team, which really was the worst team in basketball last season, and then a Wizards team without Bradley Beal and a, in need of a game winner from Gary Trent Jr. and they really looked like they were trying to tank the end of that game. and Siakam did his best efforts by running through a wall and trying to. They were they were fighting for the tank. They were fighting for the kazoos I don't even know if I played this animation tonight. The Raptors got blown out, absolutely demolished, destroyed by the Chicago Bulls, who are fighting to get into that play-in, or fighting for a position in that play-in spot, one position ahead of us. The Raptors, they do have some easier games coming up. The Cleveland Cavaliers, who I believe are still below us in the standings, I think we play OKC once again, who their whole team is out, whether it be to actual injury or hypothetical injury the 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 plantar fasciitis that's been going around that team but regardless i think even if the raptors win a couple games coming up and people get excited the end of the season and one thing that really discouraged us when we were coming back we weren't fully on the tank yet we weren't playing the kazoos was we were expecting this Raptors team to bounce back healthy, maybe make a move at the trade deadline. We weren't really sure what was going to happen, but the Raptors had the fourth toughest schedule in the league. I'm not sure where it's at right now, but we've just played a lot of easier teams, and I gave I eyeballed the, the end of the season for the Toronto Raptors, and there's a lot of Brooklyn Nets in there. There's some LA Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, these sorts of teams, which even if Ken Burch comes in, is fully integrated into the lineup and... Is, is a takeover is is a sergi baka clone or something from last season obviously he, he hasn't he's not nearly the level of something like that but best case scenario he just trans is a transformative centerpiece for us i think it's still a big hole and we have some tough games coming up regardless but Riker, we brought up some dynamics we brought up different players different what we want to see but two montreal guys in the front court potentially off the bench this is an exciting thing for Canada. Basketball, maybe uh, maybe a situation where chemistry is there. I don't know. Are we going to have to make a French podcast at some point? I'm learning it. I we'll, don't feel We'll make the French
1: podcast if we bring in Lou Dort, because then we have our three through five are all Montreal natives. So that would be the very next step. But Ben, if you can start rhyming off some French, by all means, go for it. The, the floor is yours.
0: <laughs> Je peux parler un petit peu de la Française. You are le français sur That's uh, a <laughs> That's where I'm learning it. So I'm not at that you level You need a yet.
1: petit ami. un um, un,
0: copine. Or, <laughs> un whatever's girl, I guess.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't I I just think the funniest thing about French is that you can troll people by saying I love you. But then you can flip it into i like you je t'aime bien yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't do that in english it's the most hilarious thing but ben to bring it back to basketball mm-hmm. your point it is a bit impressive that two montreal guys especially with the adversity that they had to face are now going to be potentially sharing a lineup on the court in the nba together on the toronto raptors the the local team for the most part but i think that it also has the potential to unlock A little bit more from Chris Boucher, who exploded on the scene with 38-19 and last game. Again, him playing at that natural four. Exactly. It's a lot more promising, Ben.
0: Yeah, and we saw what he could do. He's had his best lineups, best moments this season, being on the court with Aaron Baines, who has struggled, who has been a liability most of the times he's on the court. But I think that's, as you mentioned, just him playing his natural spot. His ability to come on the weak side, get rebounds, get blocks, all those things I've mentioned on a few times on the podcast. So with a more athletic, more modern day center, even though Ken Burch can't shoot threes and Aaron Baines can, but having another presence there to help Boucher out, I think that that might have a chance to really unlock him. And Chris, uh, Nick Nurse is the head coach of Team Canada basketball, so that's a that's another positive thing. Maybe he's looking at his uh, national team front court. Right there with uh, Tristan Thompson struggles, and I guess Olenek and the guys are still in that lineup. But it's Olenek ex- has
1: been he's mad been... since he's got traded to with the Houston Rockets.
0: Yeah, what is Michael Grange saying? He was saying he was going to get bought out. Maybe he'd come to the Raptors. That'd be a guy I'd be really excited to see. What about that tandem? Maybe next season a tandem of Boucher, Birch, and Kelly Olenek in the front court. Would you be happy with that, or would you want a bigger name in the front court next season? Oh bigger name for sure and there's options we'll break yeah. it down when we get
1: closer to the off season. i want to sign Maybe? off <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what he looked like if he walked by me if he sat down across from me at the table that i'm podcasting on i would not even recognize that man so
0: i've watched a youtube video on the draft today would consider myself an expert <laughs> there you go ben i want
1: to sign off with this question to you
0: mm-hmm.
1: is Ken birch He's been there for four seasons, right? Comes from an inferior college league in the Mountain West division. Actually, maybe that's not true. I just know Baylor obviously won the most recent NCAA tournament. I assume that they're harder in a harder division than the Mountain West, but I'm speaking out of my butt. That could be completely wrong. But again, he's a 5-5 five and five guy, 20 minutes per game. He's been in the NBA. He's been in the G League. He's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is what it's translated to. We kind of know what we're getting a little bit. Freddie Gillespie, 10-10 in the G League, but has never had that NBA experience. Yep, double the stats, maybe, maybe in a harder division in college, I actually have no idea. Only on a 10 day contract might not even get played. Remember, we picked up the Dante what's his name? Dante Dante Hall, Hall. actually
0: going to the magic right now. Well, there you go.
1: The question is the final question, who are you more excited to see? Who do you think is going to be more
0: impact player? I'm more excited to see Kem Birch, just because I've seen him play well. You and I, we watched the highlights, we watched this, we watched that on Freddie Gillespie, but we really don't know much about him. We can only go off highlight reels, and you you can make a highlight reel to make anyone look super nice. So, I've seen Kem Birch be good, it's been a guy that Raptors people have been talking about for a while now, potentially bringing in specifically this season when we didn't have any centers. but. I I'm excited to see him but if you had to give me if you if you were to ask who has more potential or who I think has a more potential to just really burst out onto the scene especially being 6 years younger at 23 years old more of an unknown a guy that's overcome all the odds not making his JV team in high school playing D3 basketball then barely making his squad in university or college I think Freddie Gillespie might have that more potential upside. They're the same height, they seem to have similar styles, but I'm really excited to see both of them on the court and who knows? Who knows? Maybe both of them will be uh the twin the twin towers down low. Blocking shots, getting dunks, all those things. But Riker yeah, you know, we'll we'll sign it off there. You guys are the best for making it this far. I was about to say, Riker, you're the best for making it this far. But, you know, all the listeners, y'all... <laughs> I don't always
1: make it this far, so thank you for acknowledging that, Ben. I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but everyone listening, y'all are the best for making it this far, too. Check out the Twitter and Instagram, all that cool stuff. RaptorsDigest.ca, the TikToks, all of it's popping. So, check all that out. Riker, do you have any last words?
1: We forgot to plug everything, Ben. We forgot to plug... Merch, we forgot to plug. Like section, we forgot to plug. Subscribe. We fell down on the job, so hopefully people just intuitively knew to like the video.
0: You know, I just play the animation, so (laughs) tell your friends, folks. Sweet. Cheers. (laughs)